It's time to place your bets. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the LineStar App. It is me, it is Scott Bogman, it's you, happy holidays everybody, this is the wagering show, and last week, well, 12-3 and three for me straight up, 9-6 and six against the spread, 8-7 and seven on the over-unders, Bogman, 12-3 and three straight up, 12-3 and three against the spread, 6-9 and nine against the unders, but still, 12-3 and three against the spread, Bogman, I would say we bounced back with a vengeance, we were motivated, Juju was dancing on our uh, logo, and we got pissed <laughs> off, we took it personally. And uh, we had ourselves a good week 15. Now it's time to double down on week 16, my friend. We ended the Juju dancing streak. He's done with that now. So He did, yeah. Uh, he said, I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore because Bogman and Joe got upset. That's right. That's exactly why. So uh, happy for that. Hopefully it breaks my Steelers losing streaks. Uh, it won't. So, uh, but uh, I, I'm I'm excited to go 12 and 3 and get back on the right track here. You know, sitting 27 games over uh, 500 on the uh, on the against the spread for the year. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, it was a very good week, which means we got to get right back after it. We got games all over the place. So let's start on Christmas, which I hate. I just, you know what? Christmas Eve would have been great, <laughs> uh, you know, because Christmas Eve, you know, I know I'm Italian, so I suppose have like the seven fishes ready to go and all that stuff. My family never did Christmas Eve, really. It wasn't as big of a thing. I would <laughs> love to have the football game on Christmas Eve on just wrapping presents and hanging out. That'd be nice. But no, it's going to put on Christmas Day. I'm not going to see any of it. And that's that's unfortunate for me. Uh, but it might be more unfortunate for the Minnesota Vikings uh, because they're seven-point underdogs to New Orleans. Uh, 51 and a half is the number. I'm going to go with New Orleans in this one, Boggs, uh, to win. And I will take the over in this just because I think Minnesota will, you know, get some garbage time in there. So I actually think you will. I think Breeze will be better. He was better in the the latter part of the game than he was in the beginning. Um, I still don't think he's a hundred percent. He probably won't be the rest of the season, but I'll go new Orleans in the over. What say you? I'm going to take new Orleans. I'm going to take the under on this one though. I think that 51 and a half, such a good number, It um, is, but, but it's a couple fewer days to prepare and stuff like that. So uh, Drew Brees is still knocking the rust off a little bit. And also I think we're getting into the bad Kirk cousins range here as of recently. Oh, we've so. turned the corner, my friend. Right. Oh, we have. Yeah. He's definitely not the surging Kirk cousins that uh, we had for the previous couple of weeks with just Justin Jefferson going nuts and everything. You know what he's so. like, he is a baseball analogy for you baseball nerds out there who listen to the on deck show too. He's like the Matt Shoemaker of quarterbacks, you know, like Ooh, Matt Shoemaker. I like that every year has like that run where he's like unhittable for you know, four or five starts. And then in it bookends like the, like a seven ERA the rest of the time. That's who he is. I feel like that's a, that's a great comparison. That is a really, really good. Comparison. <laughs> you know him. And we're all like, can he be this good? How are we going to yeah. roll with him? <laughs> yeah. He, until he either gets smashed or hurt. Yeah. Yes, he can. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I think we're on bad Kirk cousin. So I'm going to take New Orleans, but I'll take the under as well. Tampa Bay at Detroit. Tampa is nine and a half point favorites. It's a lot for me with Tampa. Fifty-four is the number, and I know Detroit's no good, but I gotta tell you, I'm a little, I'm a little gun shy on this one. So you go first. Uh, Detroit's packing it in, man. Like uh, they may not even have Bevel 
at this game who's the interim head coach because I apparently a bunch of coaches for Detroit are the ones that have been testing uh, testing positive for COVID this week. Were they hanging so, out with James Harden and Haskins? Or <laughs> can we go one day this week without somebody at the strip club getting caught? I mean, just one day. I mean, uh, especially these guys with money. Have have them come to your house. Your house like, right. that yeah, I, I mean, no one's gonna film you there, dummy. So you know what the most uh, impressive thing about the the Harden one is, real quick, is that you know it's very difficult to purchase a gift for somebody who has everything. It has a nice suitcase, like it's very thoughtful. You know, you get the really nice suitcase. He travels for a living. That was a, that was a good gift. So I want to give a shout out to the gift there, whoever got it for him. Yeah, uh, great, great try. It's going to be uh, help him in his move too. You know, you know what he should do is he should hire Anthony uh, Antonio Brown's moving company. So they haven't had enough of these, have they? So uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay in this game. I think 54 is just too much. I don't see. You know, we're getting. If Stafford plays, he's not 100%, so he's not going to be out there. Still no Kenny Galladay. Uh, like I said, the coaching staff is probably going to be calling plays from the Motel 6 or whatever, so uh, I, I got to take Tampa Bay in the under in this game. All right. I, I think you sold me. I will I will go with Tampa across the board as well. I, I, was, I was waiting for the argument. I was still sketch about it. I was on the fence, but you convinced me there, so I will go across the board with you on the under too. Uh, yeah, Detroit's got, you know, I, I hate, I, I hate the fact that Detroit's always a mess. I feel bad. Those, those fans love that team. I know a lot of lions fans personally, and yeah. it's just funny to me. Like they just, they're so loyal to that team and they are just such a disappointment for their entire My roommate that I live, uh, I live with for a while is from Detroit, a huge, huge lions fan. And I lived with him during the Owen 16 season. So he was not a happy camper. So, and no. they, you know, he knows they wasted Calvin Johnson too, which is terrible. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to waste Stafford at this, at this rate too. Yeah. San Fran at Arizona, Arizona, five and a half point favorites. These are the Saturday games now, Tampa and now Arizona. And uh, the number's 48 and a half. San Francisco's got some problems of their own. I love Arizona in this game. Give me Arizona across the board. I know we're sound very chalky and boring right now, going with the heavy favorites in these first couple games, but this is that time of year where Bogman said, you know, teams are kind of checking out. Everyone's looking at their plane reservations and you think this is bad. How about next week? I will also go the over in this game too. I think this is a little lower than it should be. I know Moster's done. I get it. The quarterback situation is bad, but you know, Wilson and Ayuk and those guys, they'll, they'll show up. San Francisco. The one thing you can say about them is I feel like they battle. Yeah. And, and they, they do, but it's down to CJ Beathard, no Raheem Mostert. They're saying George Kittle, my play, he ain't gonna play. Give me a break. So, uh, this should be Arizona rolling. They need to win the game. San Francisco doesn't need anything. They are uh, packing it in, like uh, like Joe just said. Um, we can't even keep guys away from the strip club. They're so ready to go. So uh, <laughs> this is one of those games. Give me Arizona and give me the over. All right. Next on the docket here, we got the uh, Saturday night game, Miami and Las Vegas. Um, look, I, this is a very important game for both these teams in terms of their playoff life. And it just feels like Miami's got all the momentum and Vegas has none of it. Um, they've got some quarterback health issues too. Miami's three point favorites. The number is 47. So Boggs take us through. Uh, give me the dolphins by three. And this, this is actually moved. It was, is opened at Miami minus a point and a half. So everyone is with me on that for the most part over under. I hate in this game because what Vegas are we going to get? Are we going to get car? Are we going to get Mariota? And was Mariota kind of, um, you know, what was he just a beneficiary of not having tape on him or not watching film on him against uh, the Chargers last week on Thursday night? 
Um, they were down some players too. So I'm going to take the under in this one because Miami's defense plays real hard. And I don't think we're going to get a lot from the Raiders offense, regardless of who plays quarterback. So give me Miami. They need this win bad. Give me the under as well. I'm going to go with Miami, but I'm going to take the over instead. Uh, I do think Vegas will have, will throw everything against them. They possibly can. I think they will come up short, unfortunately, but uh, I think they're going to battle to the death here. So I'll take the over in this game. Atlanta at KC is another big number here. There's a few of them on the slate this week. Kansas city is 10 and a half point favorites at home against Atlanta as they should be. Theoretically 53 and a half is the number. Uh, I'm going to take Kansas city here to win this football game. And I will take them to cover it as well. I don't think Atlanta can. I just feel like an Atlanta is another team that just could be completely outclassed by the chiefs. But I got to tell you, I'm a little worried about this one. Like, well, I the would Chiefs' wanna... favorite thing is to not cover big spreads. Well, They'll cover well, the whole three thing. from last week. And defensively, they they take their foot off the gas a lot. I, you know what I would do? I would kind of I would tease this number down. Is what I would do. So that's a good idea. Yeah, I would tease um, this. Get it down to six. <laughs> or, are you, you going know, over or under the forty or fifty-three and a half? Excuse <sighs> me. I'm gonna go with the. I think I'm gonna go with the under here for what I don't know why it's just. Something something just doesn't feel right here, and the Chiefs are just continuing to just I, – I feel like they know that the playoffs are right there, and they're just going to get to the they're playoff. They're waiting to turn it on. Yeah. yeah, it just kind of feels like it. So I think they're going to underwhelm, which is why, like I said, I, I think they can win this game by the, the 10 and a half. They could put up this kind of – but I wouldn't bet this. I would tease this number down. Yeah, I would. I, I'm not going to bet this regardless. So uh, I'm going to take Kansas City in this game uh, just because this is another instance of teams moving in opposite directions. You know, the Falcons have nothing to play for. They've been eliminated. They're done. Uh, the Chiefs are holding on to that number one seed. They need to bury Atlanta, not make it close. So I, I am going to take Kansas City. I'm going to take the over two because of that. We know Atlanta can score if given time, but um I, I, I'm way more confident about Kansas City than I am on the over-under, and that's knowing Kansas City usually doesn't cover these big lines. So, But I'm not confident in this game overall, and I would not bet it. I'll say that. Chicago at Jacksonville. Chicago's seven-and-a-half-point road favorites against the Jaguars. 46-and-a-half is the number. Can Jacksonville put up enough offense to hit this over? Yeah, I, I think uh, you're not going to need a lot of offense from Jacksonville because I think Chicago's going to get because – the Jacksonville defense has been terrible. They've got injuries all over the place. And, you know, they're another team that is packing it in for the winner. Uh, we saw, you know, they were down their punter last week. Uh, their kicker punted three times. But before that, they just went for it a couple times on fourth down because why wouldn't they? Who cares? Uh, so that's kind of the attitude you're getting from Jacksonville right now. Chicago's fighting for a playoff spot, and they're playing good on offense. That's why we talked about yesterday uh, on on the um the dfs show joe about stacking the chicago bears uh, uh stacking them this week so i think this is chicago easy and this is the over i'm way more confident about this game than the kansas city one uh and i would easily take the bears uh, i'm gonna take the bears as well uh, and i will take the over just because it is a little bit of a low number if this was like 49 I might change, but but 46 and a half is just a little on the low side. So I'll go that route as well. Cincinnati at Houston, Houston, eight point favorites in this game. Gross. I would run away from this game. I'll take Houston to win, but you know what? I think Cincinnati's going to cover. I know it sounds weird. I just don't feel like Houston's defense can hold anybody off. So, I mean, even, even the lowly Cincinnati Bengals, which aren't, they're not a good football team. So maybe Houston won't blow them out of the water. I don't know. This is going to be 
uh, I think just a mess of a game. I want nothing to do with it, but uh, I'll take the uh, the over in this one with Cincinnati at 46 and a half. This is where you get to where both teams are kind of, you know, just uh, gross. Fold, it's a gross yeah, folding game. up shop here, uh, ending their, their season. Cincinnati coming off a big win. There's nothing. They, they, they got no more momentum left. Like that, that was their huge win. This is an easy letdown spot. That's why Houston is favored by so much. And this line has not moved since it, since I saw it open at eight, which means you're getting bets on both sides here. I'm going to take Houston on this one. I'm going to take the under because of Cincinnati struggles to score. They were set up with short fields last week against Pittsburgh and that RPO crap isn't going to work yeah. against uh, it's not going to work against a team with middle linebackers, which the Steelers had, you know, none of last week. Mm-hmm. Avery Williamson calling play has been on the team for six weeks, you know, uh, <laughs> and uh, Marcus Allen is a safety out there playing middle linebacker for Pittsburgh right now that, you know, they, they've been banged up uh, at the linebacker position that the Texans have, but they have guys, they have Adams, they have Cunningham still. So uh, not going to be able to run that stuff. So give me Houston, give me the under. Cleveland at New York Jets. Cleveland nine and a half point favorites in this one, 47 and a half. Wow. That's a big number for Cleveland on the road, but you know what? I think they will take care of business. I I think they will. They're they're on a roll right now. And, you know, the Jets are feeling good about themselves, but I don't know. Uh, Cleveland is, Cleveland could do things that the Rams can't. And the main ones run the football. And I think that's where things kind of get very different there. You know, like once Akers got hurt in that game, that was it. Uh, so for me, I will take the Cleveland Browns. I will take the Jets and uh, I will take the over in this one. I do see some garbage time there, but I think Cleveland's going to pull away in this one and just kind of leave them in the dust. Yeah, I think this game, this is one of those games that might be close at halftime or closer than it should be. It's like a 17-10 or something. It's not 17-zip or anything like that. And then Cleveland just runs the ball the whole second half. So I think they easily cover this nine and a half. I'm going to take the under because I see this as like a 35-7 to seven you know, a 35 to 10 type of a game or something like that. So give me Cleveland, but I will also take the under because I don't think the Jets are going to put up any points on, on Cleveland this week. All right. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh, Indy one and a half point road favorites. And I can understand why 44 and a half is the number. I will take Indianapolis. This is scary territory here. Four straight losses for Pittsburgh. I just think that Indianapolis defense is going to give them fits at the end of the day. Uh, I will take the under. This is going to be an ugly game. I think. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Colts, but I'm going to take the over, and I think that's the Colts scoring most of the points in this one. You know, Pittsburgh has not looked good. I think they're one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. It's them and the Jets. How can you be an 11 win worst team? That's that's pretty bad. I've never seen a team. I know what you're saying. They've never. I've never seen a team be the best team in the NFL and in one in a season and also be the worst team in the NFL. And last week, you know, with the Jets winning and us losing to the Bengals. I saw it last year with the Patriots. Maybe Jacksonville. Maybe Jacksonville was uh, is worse than Pittsburgh right now, but th- there's not many, many teams that are worse than them. They got offensive line problems. They have depth issues on defense. It's bad. This should be a Colts run, so uh, give me the Colts. Give me the over. New York Giants at Baltimore Ravens, numbers 10.5. As I said yesterday, the Giants are just running out of gas, so I'll take Baltimore. I think Baltimore is going to cruise in this one, unfortunately. For the Giant fans out there, 45.5 is the number. Oh, this one to me feels like a bit of more of a blowout than the jet game. That's where I struggle with this one a little bit, but I do think at the end of the day, they'll, you know, this is tough because even if it's like 35, 10, that's like right on the number. Yeah. So I hate this number, but if I had to be forced into it, I'll probably go over, but not by much. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you on the over. That's a good number, but I think this is an easy Baltimore victory. And I don't like giving uh, the you know the, these big point spreads out too often. But the Giants are, you know, I, I guess they still have a shot, so they're going to try hard. But like we said yesterday, you're either getting like 65 to 70 percent of Daniel Jones or Colt McCoy, and that has not worked out so far for mm-hmm. the Giants' offense. So give me Baltimore. Give me the over. Carolina at Washington, Washington home one and a half point favorites against Carolina. Some issues with the quarterback position still 44 and a half is the number, but I'm still pretty confident in this Washington defense box. Yeah, I'm going to take Washington and the under in this game. I think this is a this is a game that if Washington was favored by four or five or something like that, I would take Carolina because Carolina, you know, they they keep keeping it close. They beat the, the spread against Green Bay last week when it was eight and a half when, you know, I think both of us kind of thought that was going to be easy Green Bay victory. It was a Green Bay victory kind of walking away at the end, but it was definitely not easy. So uh, I'm going to take Washington because the, the spread is so low at a point and a half. I'm going to take the under in this game because I think this is a, a lot of running. Um, you know, Alex Smith is playing, but he's not going to be 100% most likely. And uh, we know that the Panthers aren't 100% on offense right now. So uh, give me give me Washington. Give me the under. Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington uh, as well in this one, but I'm going to go with the over just because it's such a low number. And I just, I don't know. There's just, I think there's going to be enough in there. There's going to break through again. I think this number is right around that mark, but I just think a little bit. could easily push it over. So well, I'm that's the thing, you know, that, that defense yeah. creates such havoc that, you know, that, that, vol- that, that variability is why I'm going to take the over. In you this listen one. to Joe on the over-unders, right? You listen to me against the <laughs> I don't spread know, and Joe on the though. over-unders. Last week, I wasn't so great. I was actually good against the spread last week. Who knew? Uh, but last week, I thought it was a pretty easy week, the way of shaking out. Uh, Denver at the Chargers. Chargers three-point favorites. I always hate the Chargers as uh, a favorite. as uh, <laughs> the worst. So I will take Denver to cover, but I'll take the Chargers to win. Um, that's It's just, sorry. Sorry, Chargers. Like I've learned enough. <laughs> This year, it's week 16. I've already figured this out, but I'll take the over in this game and the 48 and a half, Boggs. Yeah, I mean, we're getting, we we say this about a a lot of quarterbacks, but Drew Locke has, he threw four touchdowns two weeks ago and then 136 yards last week. So uh, I'm I'm not the biggest Drew Locke fan. We know that. I'm going to take the Chargers with Herbert, uh, you know, turning it on on Thursday night football and also just knowing they get the extra rest. So I think this is a chargers walk and I will also take the over. So chargers in the over for me. I know nothing about the Rams. I'm a moron when it comes to the Rams. So I'm just going to let Bogman talk and whatever he says, I'm going to go with. I mean, these teams are, you know, it, it seems like Seattle is kind of trying to preserve Russell Wilson for the playoffs here. So they haven't been having him throw as much. Uh, the run game is okay, but it's been banged up for Seattle. Uh, we saw the Rams lay an absolute complete egg against the Jets. They're going to be playing pissed off in this game. This is another game I would not bet. If I have to pick, I'm going to take the home team in Seattle, especially uh, that it's less than three. It's only a point and a half spread. And I'm going to go with the over because we know both these teams can score. And we usually get that in these Seattle and LA games. So Yeah, typically. Uh, yeah, give me Seattle and give me the over. I'll go the same because it's the Rams and I know nothing. Uh, Philadelphia, Dallas. I got some feelings about this one. Philly is actually two and a half point favorites in this game, even though they're on the road. 49 and a half is the number. Uh, we're going to differ on this one because 
this is so NFC East, right? Every week it just keeps changing. So last week, you know, the Eagles lose and Dallas wins. And now Dallas is kind of right back into it, which means it's the Eagles turn. That yeah. Dallas San Francisco game I watched was just brutal. Like, what, what, what Why would you watch that? Well, because it was on and I was doing stuff and it was on in the background and I'm watching the game and I'm doing stuff with the kids. It's just like, ugh, you know, this, this, is, this is wretched. And Philly, I think, is going to go in there with Jalen Hurts into Dallas and just just win this football game, period. Like, uh, and I do think it's going to be more. I think it's going to be by a field goal, so I'm not worried about the two and a half. Forty nine and a half is the number. I will take the over in this one clearly, but give me the Eagles just so we can get a huge cluster at the very end of the season. <laughs> I like this as a shootout, and I like the home team. Look, we, you know, Joe, you and I uh, five weeks ago thought Mike McCarthy was definitely getting fired. That's not happening. He's got the you know, the dreaded boost of confidence, as we like to say, but he's also got the Cowboys playing decently well right now. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Cowboys at home. Mike McCarthy, you know, I don't know if he's still doing the Gallagher bit, but whatever he's doing is working to inspire these guys. And I'm going to take the over as well. What's working for him is he played the 49ers were a mash unit and the Bengals two weeks in a row. That's what's working. Yeah. But are the Eagles much better than either one of those teams? Yes. Talent wise, yeah, they are talent. But I tell you what, this comes down to me to coaching, and I trust Mike McCarthy more than I trust Al Peterson. Which is well, that might be true, but I don't trust either of them. So I'm gonna no, no, I don't. But but give me the home team. Give me give me Dallas. (laughs) All right, we're gonna differ on this one too. Green Bay. Every time they get challenged by a halfway decent team, they fold up like a cheap suit. Give me Tennessee. (laughs) Green Bay's favored by three. I don't care. I want Tennessee to win this game. So there's your upset special. 56 and a half is the number. I will go over this one because Tennessee can't play any defense. So I feel like Green Bay is going to be surprised here. And once again, we're going to learn that the NF, the best in the NFC, the best they have to offer is still not any good compared to the AFC. AFC is just better teams all the way around. So that's, that's my take. We'll see if I'm right or wrong on this one. But I just got this feeling that the, the Packers are a little overrated right now. I, I understand. I understand that feeling. Uh, but uh, I'd say that the Titans can't put any pressure on the quarterback right now. They, they're getting nothing. And you, you can do that against some teams and succeed. You can't do it against Aaron Rodgers and succeed. He is going to pick them apart. This should be a very, very high scoring game because like you said, whenever they face someone tough, they do tend to fold up and Tennessee is tough, but only on one side of the ball. So I expect this to be an absolute shootout, but give me Green Bay at home. And I will also take the over. All right. Last out of my misery, almost (laughs) New England hosting the Buffalo Bills. Bills are seven point favorites. 46 is the number. Uh, This is easy. Go with Buffalo here across the board and probably the under because the Patriots offense is poop. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I have anything to add to that. That's exactly right. (laughs) It's It's, hard to follow poop. It's going to be it's going to be a Buffalo love fest on ESPN because they finally get in. I mean, maybe the graphics will be annoying to the Bills fans because it's going to show how long the Patriots have been beating. Oh, up every on the time, Bills. you know, and I still um, love that. That still makes me happy. So. Right, right. Exactly. But this year is the Bills year and good on them for winning it. Uh, they're going to they want to pound New England into the ground for all the suffering that they have had to go through. So this is a bill stomping. But I'm I'm with you, Joe. Uh New England can't do anything on offense right now, so I'm also going to take the under. All right, it's that time. It's time for the upset special. I will go first. Give me the Tennessee Titans to upset the Green Bay Packers. That's right. That's right, Aaron Rodgers. Everything's going great right now. Everyone's getting along. 
see how you get along after Derrick Henry smashes some people because it's Derrick Henry season. That's right. Boggs, where are you going for your upset special this week? McCarthy's got the Cowboys playing well. There's still talent on that offense. So uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys against Doug Peterson and the Eagles uh, to win an ugly one. So give me the, give me the Cowboys as my upset special at home. There you have it. All right. Follow us on Twitter at Bogman sports at Joe Pizapia 17. And of course at line star app and line star NFL. Have a great holiday, everybody. We'll see you next week. There's nothing left to do now except down. Sit. Win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast, weekly wagering show brought to you by line star hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.